0: Or just exercise or being with a, a spouse, or a significant other, or seeing, mm, like, helping them out, like, you know, cooking with, with kids and, and just being, you know, being a service. Being a ser- real, that's a real servant leader. So a lot of my journey has been just proving people this is, I am what I feel a, sh- a good president should be, but right now in 2017, we're almost into April 1st, my six-year anniversary, we're starting an entertainment company, so Back in 2011, I started in Austin. I'm not sure if it'll – well, I guess some version of it will stay in Texas, but it's called uh, a String of Words Social Media LLC, and that's the company that I used to publish the book. I'm self-published using CreateSpace on Amazon for the uh, Looking Glass Shatter. And uh, so a lot of beautiful entertainment is coming forward, and I think that could be just as – I mean, it's going to be just as important as the uh, running for president, really, because uh, we also have this Global Freedom Network, and it's going to be in every – part of the world. We already have somebody who's a CNN-grade uh, um, journalist in Sudan who's going to work on the project. I mean, so many beautiful things are coming together. It's going to be incredible. Um, but it really, entertainment can be just as important. It's it's a light. It's a beacon in liberal arts and music and entertainment uh, will show us the future. That's like the future of what we really So sometimes the ultimate uh, quality assurance can be from Hollywood and from well, a lot of really incredible shows. One of my favorite movies of all time, I have to say, is Crash. I love that movie because it does show compassion. It shows a lot of really hard things. It shows what the street's like, and it's like three or four different versions of a story and how all these uh, different people in the movie connect, intersect, and come together. And It's a very powerful movie, but for right now, we're going to focus on entertainment. I do want to introduce my friend, or I call him my brother, too, uh, DJ Purdy. Hey, Purdy, here, here he's coming. What's up, man? Hey. How you, how you doing, dude? All right, hey uh, Jiggy, this is uh, Purdy. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm good, man. So, uh, so, so so, 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 tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, th- th- this is unexpected. Tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend.
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a DJ and a music producer. Um, I have a couple of kids. Recently went on a national tour when my artist got signed to Rock Nation, so we did a tour around. That's where I met Roy. I actually met him in Denver. Um, I wasn't having fun with the tour, so I just walked away from it. Believe that or not, most people are like, "Why the hell would you do that?" But I'm not having fun doing something I really don't want to do. it. I is not how I get down. So uh, I was getting to where it wasn't it wasn't a good time anymore. Everybody was, you know, complaining and kissing and moaning more than they were enjoying the. Fact that we were on a national tour with, you know, with Jada kissing the locks and those guys, and shout out Uncle Merger and Nick Dunn. Those guys are amazing, um, but. If I'm not having fun doing something, then I can't do it. So I decided to walk away from it and uh hadn't I had kinda of walked away with no money. And
0: um actually I, I
1: met Roy, he was inside of Starbucks getting harassed by a guy because he had a backpack on and in Denver, I don't know if you know this about Denver. Love Denver to love Colorado, but if you got a backpack on in Denver, you're homeless, period. Makes no difference what you really are or not. So Wow. Uh, Roy had a backpack on, he was inside of Starbucks, um, I also had my backpack on. Now, no one cares that, you know, I had a $2,300 performance MacBook Pro. No one cares what's in the backpack, just that you have the backpack on, right? Yeah. So, pretty much, um, it was treated like shit for two days. And walking away like that, I walked away, and didn't really have any money. So, I hadn't eaten much. I've uh, been living with, well, not living, but um, we slept as a group, a couple of homeless people and myself. Um, that first night, and then the second day... My um, second night, and I ended up meeting him on day three uh, inside of Starbucks. And he was getting harassed, and I, I was documenting some, some of what was going on. I figured if Mark walked from the door with no money, I might as well get some of this stuff on film, right? So I'm documenting him getting harassed in, in Starbucks, and then I just walk over and and, I, and told him I, I had it in a big film. And he, we started talking. First thing he asked me is if I had eaten, and I hadn't. So, uh, you know, him being the compassionate person that he is, the first thing he did was he took me and we sat down with the meal. Some simple, you know, some big old sandwiches or something in the shop. But after not eating for two days, I was starving to death. It wouldn't matter what it was. But um, after that, after having him look at me like I was still a freaking person, when everyone else was looking at me like I was a homeless person, I realized that he was a little bit different, you know?
0: Well, t- 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 well. T- tell us a little bit about uh, that that whole experience there. Give us a little bit more details.
1: Oh, it was a little, it was, it was insane, man, um, walking away, you know, we'd, we'd already done half our shows and we got into Denver and, you know, you know I like my weed, so I figured if it was a better place to walk off, I couldn't find it, you know, unless I was all the way back in Louisiana where I'm from, uh, I'm from southwest Louisiana, the very bottom of the map, so, bottom <laughs> of my
0: brother, bottom of the
1: but, uh, if I wasn't going to be here, I guess Denver's probably the second best place to walk away, so, uh. You know, I'm a, I'm a tough Brazilian guy from uh, the Marine Corps. I'm not really scared of anything, but I just, you know, forget it. Let's just go. And I just walked off. And um, had some crazy experiences there with some, with some with some homeless people. Got my camera that I've been documenting was stolen from me. And uh, some my guy that was with us got his laptop stolen. And just, just you know, not everybody is compassionate, right? Some people pretend yes. to be so they can get what they can, right? But, yes. Um, when I met Roy, he had had some pretty rough, a pretty rough, you know, two weeks or so. And I, and I told him, "Roy, I don't have any money. I can't provide you anything. One thing I can do is make sure that nobody hurts you from here on out. You know, nobody robs you from here on out. You know, which I was able to do. Thank God. So, um, yeah, actually, we, we this ride, uh, which I didn't even know was a thing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah small town. Like, We're in that Uber here. So, a Craigslist ride, I was like, what the hell are you talking about, Roy? The hell is a Craigslist ride? We're going to get killed today. But, um. I actually met, met an amazing person on the Craigslist ride. Her name's Jasmine, and, and it was uh, it was a heaven send at that point. I've we been in Denver, and uh, money was low, and it was either going to be get the hell out of there as soon as possible. or We might never get out of there. So uh, We put the ad up on Craigslist, and it didn't even take the 10 minutes. She responded back, and uh, she was going to Austin, which is where we were trying to go south by southwest. Um you know, all I do is music. There's no better better place to be in Austin than South by Southwest if you make music. So, uh, if anybody hasn't gone, I would recommend definitely going to Austin for South by Southwest. That whole week long festival is incredible. But uh, we went down there and then we were going to go to San Francisco, but decided not to. We decided to go straight to Austin. Then we went to Dallas, got kicked out of there the Blues. I'm not my people there, that because that's where our show was at. So I went ahead and went over to the show anyway to see if I could help out and end up, you know. Most of those people kicked us out like, right at the end though. We we got to see the whole show. Got Roy in, got him up beside the stage, you know. I don't know how much you know about Roy, but he likes to dance. He's a crazy dancer. So uh he's right beside the stage with Jada kiss and Siles P and Sheikluoch and he's just like whitest dancing you've ever seen, He's the whitest dancing you've ever seen. But he was loving it and everybody just let him be. He was doing his thing and he enjoyed it and
0: we got kicked out right at the end.
1: Um but then come back to Louisiana, and get closer to some people of mine. You know, before I end up making this move back to Aurora, which is where we're gonna go back in Colorado, where we're headed. Uh, a lot more music stuff there than what my little town can offer me, and, and you know I'm starting to grow. Um, my my production company is Party Productions, and, and I've got several rappers, and, and I make beats and, and things like that, and really good recordings. What I do, so. Um, I'm gonna get over there and get set up, and two of my are gonna come and meet me here uh, during the summer. So, gonna spend the summer in Denver, well, right outside of Denver, smoking weed and making music. Sounds like a good time to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 talk to us a little bit about the impact that uh, that legalized weed and everything has had on uh, on Colorado and everything, because you hear you hear different things all the time, but but I've never got a chance to really talk to anybody that's been on the ground there. Uh, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, first of all, I will say that, you know, their economy, 900% in the first three months. That's incredible. That's incredible. Like why wouldn't they? If I, was in, if I was in any other state and I was mildly in the red and I wasn't going to make my budget, why wouldn't you legalize weed? Well, you know, it was barely in the red. They legalized it. and the black 900%. They're good to go for years to come. Um, just from the taxes on their own and the pricing of it, believe it or not, it's, still actually cheaper than I can buy for it for here at home. Um, you know, weed's not a drug in my opinion. God gave us that. You don't have to do nothing to it. You don't have to modify it as a recipe. You just grow it and you smoke it. If, if,
0: if we. Did- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.